Universe. This is Earth 894, Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, and there is so much that got announced this weekend. Also, not what we were speculating. I blame Mephisto and WandaVision for that type of uh, speculation, but you know what? It's all good fun. We still got some great stuff, so you're going to love it. You guys are watching us live on Twitch right now. Thanks for having a fun time with us tonight. We're in for a treat. We're going to go through everything that happened and talk about some crazy theories of our own and just kind of break it all down. For those of you for your first time listening or you're watching us for the first time, stay a while. It's going to be great. I promise there's no long line just to wait just to get into a panel like we do at D23 and other expos, but be tight. It's going to be a good night. He's already got his glasses ready because he's stoked for some of the stuff to talk about tonight regarding a certain Red and Guardian and Captain and Maricas, all the super soldiers out there. But his name is Louis Tonnerini. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing well. I am doing very well. You know, I, uh, it's been a busy weekend and it's only Saturday night, you know, but it feels kind of cool to finally like not have to do as crazy as uh like felt like San Diego Comic Con was the summer of trying to like recap and capture everything because it was just this that this that and also we've been kind of in a dry spell of news in a while so uh this was a little bit more tame but still a lot to kind of keep up with because I mean we'll get into it just grievances in a moment but uh how are you Louis how you doing uh yeah I'm doing good it was uh quite a day um I didn't really keep up as much as I probably should have with the D23 of it all. Uh, but I've had a few chats with a few friends, and I'm excited to talk about uh, what's going on. I've seen a couple TikToks about the announcements and such, and uh, mm-hmm. let's see uh, let's see what we got going. Yeah, man. So right away. If you guys uh, want to interact with us, we have the live stream chat open on Twitch. So go ahead and comment, respond, ask questions, do it all. It's going to be a fun time. And we'll definitely read out and give uh, some shout outs on the air. So appreciate it. I just want to pose a question for those who are watching right away. Um, if you got filled in with what's going on today and you followed along, let us know right away. What has been your favorite announcement or may what have been your least favorite announcement out of uh, today's panel? including the video game one yesterday, which I don't really know if we have to talk too much about because it's only like one thing worth talking about. But yeah, let us know in the comments. And if you're not listening and watching live, let us know by going to earth894podcast.com. Send us a message. Send us an email. It's all great information on there or even in our Discord channel. Go check it out. So, Louis, I want to start right away with just like you said, you weren't really following too much along, but... You texted me earlier while I was out running a bunch of errands earlier, uh, right in the middle of like, the panel and stuff, and you're like, so uh, I can't really find anything, anything like being announced, anything going on. And I was kind of telling you, like, they haven't released any public trailers. It's only exclusives to, like, the people actually in the panel. Um, a lot of stuff we already knew, like Ant-Man. Uh, I believe they kicked it off with uh, Wakanda Forever. They showed a new trailer, like, footage, essentially. Um, but they weren't releasing anything until almost later on, which I think was like three kind of uh, titles later, which was uh, Werewolf by Night. We actually finally got um, a trailer for what's dropping on like Halloween there or Halloween time. So 
that is kind of how I'm a little bit annoyed that they didn't release practically any of the stuff we really want to see. I mean, we've already seen the trailer for Wakanda Forever from Comic-Con this summer. So why would they not just show the trailer again? I mean, I have descriptions of it, but I just, I don't understand why there's so much exclusivity that just felt kind of redundant. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like they should have released more or should, is it, does it really matter? Um, I, how do I say this? I was saying that uh, this wasn't going to be as big as San Diego Comic-Con. I remember when that came out and it was like all hell broke loose over here. You were uh, doing stuff with the band and it was wild and they announced this and that and Secret Wars yeah. and Fantastic Four and they brought all these guys on stage and they did a lot just for the panel in-house too. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> for this one, I knew it wasn't going to be all uh all out i i was expecting more with the shows but really they just uh from what i got it was just two little things about some shows and then the the movie but i'm sure there was a lot more for the people that were actually there right and i mean if you were there i mean the first thing they opened with before they even got to kind of forever which this was not my bingo card at all um they did a live performance of Save the, uh, Save Our City, you know, from uh, oh. good old Rogers the Musical. Yeah, they brought out the whole cast and did it. I mean. That's awesome. That, I think, is pretty cool. That Yeah, I think that's cool. And, you know, in terms of, like, here's a treat for actually being here in person and going to the convention. Um, that That's awesome. I mean, imagine if you were just sitting there, you're like, oh, my God, Fantastic Four. Are we going to see, like, who's Reed Richards? Are we going to see... Uh, who's going to be the next villain in this or that? But then all of a sudden, you start to hear something like lights come down, the spotlight shines in the center of the stage, and then all of a sudden, you hear this, and then the entire cast comes out on stage, and then it goes crazy, and it's pretty cool. Um, I just wanted to use that sound effect because how rare can I actually use it? Rogers the musical. Hey. I'd watch it. You know, I kind of wonder if eventually, if there's enough like fan clamor for Rogers the Musical, will they actually release something like that? Or even just some sort of like Marvel themed musical stage production? I don't know. Um, if you know about the Spider-Man uh, lights over the city, or I don't know, it's this really terrible failed Broadway musical that was just like, we get shut down and broke down in the middle of the performance and he got terrible, terrible reviews and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, they tried to do a Spider-Man Broadway musical years ago. Look at it. Look at it. I've, up I've heard of it. It's I've heard crazy, of it. Yeah. Um, one day I'll see if I can find footage. <clears throat> but yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, before we go into the, like the meat and everything of really what happened on today, uh, September 10th, uh, I just want to backtrack a little bit on the actual game stuff that was announced yesterday. So, there was a mobile game that's like Marvel uh, Snap or whatever. It's like a card game. I don't really, whatever. Um, they showed some other stuff like Strike Force and yada yada. But the two that I think are worth noting, which are actually like world premieres, one, we got to see the company uh, Niantic or Niantic that does Pokemon Go. They're doing a Marvel type of mobile game, which did you see the little like teaser trailer for that? 
No, I think you posted something about it, but I don't, I can't say that I mm-hmm. watched it. No. So it literally just shows some people in a park and they're like on their phone all of a sudden one like has Thor's uh, thunder then someone has like an arc reactor kind of Iron Man blast and then just stuff like that. It is this little animations. It looks exactly like a Pokemon Go commercial. Um, but then all of a sudden, yeah, that was also not on my bingo card. I haven't heard any rumblings of anything like Pokemon Go meets Marvel. So um, that's supposed to be coming out next year from what it sounds like. But kind of curious to see what happens Hmm. but the other one this is a pretty cool one so uh they reveal this trailer for a captain america based uh video game but it includes black panther and um it's set in world war ii they show really cool i guess there's a lot of easter eggs in the little teaser that they showed um that i'll have to look up later for next episode but the fact of the matter is that we're getting like a story-driven game. It shows Black Panther, um, which clearly isn't T'Challa given the time period. And then there's is Steve Rogers. T'Challa's grandfather. I I don't right. I don't remember. I forget his, his name, name though. But that's pretty cool. And then you also get a Howling Commando and then uh a fighter from the door Milaje. So I think it's pretty interesting. What do you think about this? Do you think uh going back all the way to good old World War Two with Cap and Black Panther. Could you imagine that being like a combination of a video game? Um, I didn't know. Like, it's a weird combination, but uh, yeah, it's everything that I want. Honestly, like that's mm-hmm. one of the most underrated duos in Marvel. And it's like anytime Cap and Black Panther are together, you know it's going to be incredible. So yeah, I'm excited. Like I like I don't play, I don't play video games anymore. But I really want to play that one. For being honest, yeah, I I'm excited too. And not only just because of that, I'm really really excited because uh, one of the lead writers for the game, his name is Mark Bernardin, and so I'm actually a big fan of his um, because he does a uh, he co-hosts a podcast called Fat Man Beyond with Kevin Smith which we were talking with um, Tommy recently from Two Stories, uh, Two Sides of the Story podcast. Um, and so I know he's a fantastic writer, and he's been teasing for a while now that he's been working on something big, Disney and Marvel related. And so the fact that that was for this video game, I thought was so cool to see it. Um, so I'm sure he'll probably talk more about it in like his podcast and stuff. But for me, having that kind of like, hey, I'm a big fan of this guy, and he's writing this Marvel game, that seems really cool. I'm not a pre-order guy anymore. But if I pre-ordered something, I'd be inclined to do it for this one. But good old video games, video games, video games. Um, so let's go back into this. So we have the first thing that they brought up today, of course, was Black Panther uh, 2 footage. And so uh, Ryan Cooler took the stage, but they had some more of the cast show up. But essentially... Um, what happened in this trailer? Now, I want to start off right away, um, whether if you're watching live or if you're watching this in the future as a recap episode on our main podcast feed, uh, I want to let you know we're going to be talking about some spoilers here. And so although there's a lot of stuff that's just text description um, and we got some cool trailers that did drop publicly today, just want to preface that we're going to go into that territory. So if you want to unplug for pretty much the rest of this entire episode, um, highly recommend you pay attention right now. 
Spoilers here. Is that a spoiler? It's I think I should just give us a spoiler. He kind of did. Cut spoiler that, alert. Cut that spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, well, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> Sorry, Marvel. Whoops. <laughs> That's out. Alrighty. So, let me break this trailer down for what happened a little bit. So, it showed off Riri flying, so Ironheart. Uh, showed the Dora Milaje, then showed Namor's strength and Atuma. Uh, there was a fantastic scene of Dora wiping out uh, some soldiers trying to steal Vibranium, which kind of checks out, I guess, from that weird boat heist kind of scene from the first trailer. Um, Queen Ramonda gives a speech at the UN while soldiers are shown trying to steal the Vibranium. Uh, but then the Dormelage bring those soldiers uh, to the UN as prisoners. Um, the footage included a lot of Namor action, including him fighting M'Baku and even Wakanda flooding. Ooh. So for those Ooh. people that brought out that, yeah, there's this one Avengers comic. Um, I don't think it's too old, actually, where Namor basically gets super pissed for whatever reason and just literally floods the entire nation of Wakanda. So they're going for it. I'm just here. It's going to be pretty darn cool. I'm just here for the Namor versus M'Baku fight. I love M'Baku. I, um, yeah, I kind of wonder who would be able to win that. I mean, probably Namor, just assuming, because he looks pretty BA and he's flooding an entire, <laughs> like, area. Oh, it's definitely um, got to be Namor, but still. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing about this whole trailer, which kind of echoes back to what we talked about in the first time, um, that Wakanda Forever really focuses on the rest of the world trying to capitalize on getting Wakanda's resources and vibranium um, while they're pretty much at a very low point because they mentioned the king's dead and everything. Um, still no really true answer as to what happened to T'Challa. Um, and I guess there was also another shot of um, Black Panther in the suit during the trailer, but clearly no uh, real recognizing traits or anything that would identify like, oh, that's totally Shuri, like Shuri or M'Baku or... Freaking Shuri. I don't know. You know it. I know it. I don't know, man. I'm really starting to think that it could potentially be someone other than Shuri, but I think no matter what, Shuri's going to have some type of uh, involvement with the suit like actually wearing it or even the title of Black Panther I don't know um what else on this so Winston Duke said he described Wakanda's very different place following Endgame with more evolved tech uh Ryan Coogler brought out uh more of that Ironheart footage which was pretty cool um and they kind of transitioned into Ironheart which has a new updated logo for the actual series which I don't know it looks a little better doesn't look as like metal and clunky looking. If you recall that kind of like metal dented iron heart um, logo they showed a while ago. But they did give a little bit of some actual uh, context of what iron heart's going to be like. So once again, spoilers. So Louie, are you cool if I go on with this? Give you a little bit of a description. Uh, go ahead, man. Uh, this movie, I I'm going to see it, but it's not, Super duper high on my. Oh, this th is Iron. This is the show Iron. Oh, the show Iron Heart. Okay, it's yeah. fine. Uh, the shows, the shows can be spoiled. I don't want to hear anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy or Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, personally. But go ahead. Good. 
Well, you'll be happy to know that they literally did not talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 at all. That was the biggest surprise to <laughs> me. I don't understand how nothing was brought up about that, but I don't know. Maybe the fact that things have caught up more where um, we'll get to it later. Some other things have concluded shooting. So I guess they're like, well, we have a lot of stuff done, but we don't want to just show out like all these previews because then you're going to be like, you know, you got from a marketing standpoint, you have to plot things out to really keep things active. So I get it. But selfishly, as a podcaster at Marvel, you want it all. Um, for Ironheart, it's going to focus more on uh, the tech, which is uh, Riri, and then battling magic. So the main antagonist or villain in this is going to be the Hood. So um, they brought the Hood on stage. Got to show Anthony Ramos, confirmed to be playing Parker Robbins, Flash the Hood. It's pretty cool. Um, the guy from Hamilton? Yeah. Is that what he's from? I mean, Anthony Ramos, Anthony Ramos is in Hamilton. He's he's also in uh, in the Heights. And he's the disco yeah. troll in Trolls 2 World Tour. Mostly known for music. stuff. That's I recognize stuff. him. So. Hmm. I've never seen Trolls, by the way. Uh, you're right. Yeah, it was in... It was in In the Heights, Hamilton, The Bad Guys, then Transformers, Rise of the <laughs> Rise of the Beast, then uh, Trolls World Tour, and then A Star is Born. Is this Transformers movie? Oh, it's in 2023. I was going to say, is it he a musical? He was in A Star is Born. He was there when she was singing uh, La Vie and Rose in, Fre- in French. Spoilers, that movie's like eight years old. If you haven't seen it yet, he dies at the end. Well, I actually haven't seen it. Well, there you go. Well, I don't really care. I hate to it. break it to you. It's been it's there's like three. It's a remake of, it, right? of a remake of a remake, and yeah, it, it it goes the same way every time. I apologize to everyone if we just spoiled uh, the Oscar winning Stars Born. <laughs> nah, we're kidding. Um, cool. So before we move on to uh, a little bit of Ant Man, and I'll make sure I pick and choose for this, Louis. Um, Choose wisely, buddy. I'm excited for this movie. I don't think they actually showed anything that I know of, but um, for Ironheart. So I remember there was a news piece uh, probably like several months ago at this point where they talked about Marvel was doing principal photography in Chicago and it was rumored to be for Ironheart. So for those, if you're wondering what that is, it's really they're kind of like getting some test footage, getting like sites figured out identified of where we can shoot this scene in that episode and stuff like they can use so i thought that's pretty cool because we know that she's in wakanda right now but if she's going to be actually like back in the u.s cool states wherever um chicago is an interesting choice but if they actually have show filming in chicago or something else that'd be awesome um hopefully we can just walk by a set hopefully get a sliver of our hand featured in a shot as we're at, like a block away at a sidewalk, go throw up a bunch Probably of stickers not. all over the, all over Chicago. Right, they'll know us. See us, Feige. Um, so cool, cool. So going on to Quantum Mania, um, they had the cast come on stage. So good old Rudd, Lily Evans, uh, and Jonathan Majors. Um, but Feige did call this movie the first movie in a direct line towards Kang Dynasty. Which makes sense, right? Um, you say Lily Evans? 
Oh, I totally meant. I meant to say Evan- Evangeline, Evangeline Lily. Lily. I was like, Lily. who the hell is Lily Evans? <laughs> I'm over here oh, man. racking my brain trying to figure out who the hell you're talking about. My bad. Ooh, Thank you. For no, it's that. fine. I just. I almost had another Kurt Russell moment. My name is Evangel. What's her last name? <laughs> and then I realized her last name was Lily. Sorry. Yeah, that's why I like. I read last name. I was like, why is there a first name and then last name? <laughs> um, damn. Uh, moving on. Uh. So like I said, first movie towards the Kane dynasty makes sense. Um, Feige did say on stage that the trailer isn't coming out for a while, which was that trailer shown at D23. Bummer. Um, Rudd did say that this movie is unlike anything in like the, uh, the Ant-Man and Wasp franchise. He calls it, and I quote, bananas. I can kind of imagine him just being like, this movie, guys, is bananas. What did I just do? Can I just say that Richard said that he's stoked for Kang, or as Madison calls him, Kangers. Kangers. <laughs> oh, man. What if that's just Kang? No, we, we just discussed this. Watch the last episode. Um, but good old stuff. Um, he called it bananas, said it's very huge. Uh... Majors is incredible. It throws a whole thing into new territory. So, you know, just typical hype, which is great, which is great. Um, now, they did mention that a certain person is going to be returning in Quantumania. Now, this isn't a crazy big main character like a superhero or anything like that. Uh, just letting you know, Lily. You probably have already seen it because I'm pretty sure I posted it to our story. Um, so, Is it Darren Cross? You know. No. Oh. Smaller than that. Is it Luis? No. Oh, Close. I want it to be Luis. Who would you say is... Who? I hope he does show up. Who would you think is pretty close to Luis? He's been an Ant-Man before. Is it the kid that ordered a hamburger from the Baskin-Robbins? Way too specific. No, I think <laughs> this person has a... Is it the, the arms dealer guy from Ant-Man 2? Okay. No, I'm just going to say, it's Jimmy Woo. Ah, uh, Woo. Woo's coming back. Woo, there he is. Um, so he'll be back in Ant-Man, which I'm pretty excited for. Because I think he's become, like, so charming to become more of, a, like, a fan favorite. I think Madison will be, too. Um, so, yeah, Helme is making his return. So that's pretty much it for uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Nothing too much in that. I asked Richard if he was more stoked for uh, for Kang or... Adam Warlock, because I know he's a big Adam Warlock guy, and he went with uh, he mm-hmm. went with Adam Warlock, but Kang is going to be huge, and that Majors is a much better actor. And I said, Will Poulter is a god. <laughs> I think I agree, though, that Majors is a much better actor. I have you, I'm, have you I, seen Where I'm, the I'm Millers? So excited for him. I have. Yeah. Oscar award winning performance from Will Poulter in Where the Millers. Pretty sure he got the uh, the Oscar for uh, supporting actor, best supporting actor for Where the Millers. Mm. Don't Google that. I'm just right. <laughs> Crack me up. Oh, actually, I missed a note here. Sorry. They actually did show new footage for Ant Man the Wasp: uh, Quantum Mania at D23. Um, it shows something. Ooh, I will not say. Um, but it's kind of very much in character of what Scott Lang is. So 
So interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Just think of his skills. That's all I'll say. <clears throat> so, moving on, we finally got Werewolf by Night. Finally. And now, the biggest surprise for me here is that this whole time, I could have sworn that uh, Werewolf by Night, or WBN for short, was supposed to be animated. But it's actually not. It's live action. Hmm. I totally thought it was animated. I don't know why I thought that. Um, so I was watching the trail. I was like, wait, this doesn't seem like a cartoon. But it is black and white. I did hear that it's supposed to be very campy. You know what I mean? Like, like, did you watch the trailer? I did. What'd you th- what did you think? Um, I think that I was very distracted that the, the main girl in the trailer looks just like Kristen Ritter. And I was just like, yes. why is Jessica yes. Jones in Werewolf by Night? And I was snooping around the whole time for our good friend uh, Moon Knight in the background because, you know, he's mm-hmm. real big in Werewolf by Night. And I hope we see him again, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, I was like, wait, I had to do like five double take, uh, double takes and go to IMDb and everything because I was like, that looks such like Ritter. Um, surprised to see not though. They're, uh, did they give an actual date of when it's supposed to come out? I know it's supposed to be like Halloween ish time, you know, probably later this month or, yeah, I don't, or excuse me, like, I um, don't know. I think they early. said like Halloween this year or this Halloween. Yeah. I guess the real question for me, you is actually, and anyone watching, um, it's a special and it actually had that cool little, like, it actually showed special animatic in the beginning of the trailer. Do you think there's any sort of tie into the actual MCU like canon with this? Or do they think that it's just like a like its own it's its own multiverse, its own canon, its own little like place in the story? Nothing actually directly ties in or relates. Like the only thing I could think of potentially is Blade or Moon Knight. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Richard said it's going to tie in, I'm sure. I agree with him. I don't know why they would be pushing this so much if it was just its own little entity. Yeah. And I say pushing this so much as if they're doing anything besides releasing a trailer today. But I Mm. I feel like it's almost got to be part of the MCU. Um, Because they're just not doing a lot right now that isn't. I know uh, freshman year isn't canon or is but not but loosely can i don't know so you got some stuff coming up that's not like mcu mcu but i feel like this probably Mm -hmm. is and i i would like to agree with you that it would either hint at blade or get a little bit of the the moon knight in there somewhere did they say it's just a one one off is it just one episode or one our thing oh, it's a special or? so it's like uh yeah it's more like a mini movie you know like a short okay so it's probably like a 45 minutes to an hour is my guess so it's like a one episode of stranger things or in this case maybe two and a half hours and it's one episode yeah you obviously yeah, didn't watch stranger things season four because the last episode of that i think is two and a half hours long yeah i'm sorry that's not an episode yeah, it was it was like watching a whole ass movie. We watched it on the Fourth of July, and we mm-hmm. we're talking here, but 
We watched it on the 4th of July and this crazy shit's going on the whole time. And outside there's just fireworks exploding. And it was just like, this is the perfect way to Better watch this right now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it was awesome. That's pretty cool. Nice, man. Um, yeah. So with World by Night, I mean, really, they've showed the poster, showed the trailer, pretty much it. Uh, nothing else too wild or wacky. That kind of spe- you you talked to Tom last week about has Marvel ever had a murder mystery? Mm-hmm. Do you remember you said that about trying to get his his girlfriend into the Marvel stuff? And I feel like this had a murder mystery vibe to it. Yeah, I could see that because it almost seems like they're out for the hunt. Like they need to fi- figure out which one of them. I forget the name of the being named character, or whatever, who's like find out which one of you is the real monster or something, or I don't know. Yeah, like somebody in this uh, room is a monster. You know, it seems very uh, Clue-esque or whatever the hell those games are called. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, oh, it comes out on October 7th. I missed that detail. Oh, I'm off that week. That's the day after Ada's birthday. Uh, When is October 7th? Like, what day is that? That is a Friday. Friday, ooh, actual Friday release. I'm pretty sure. Hour one, two, I could be wrong. Don't don't three. quote me. Yeah, we're a little less than a month away. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, I'd say. Ask me. Ah, uh, any thoughts on Rove by Night? Before we move on, um, I'm not big into horror, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be like a scary slasher type deal, but says it's described as darker and scary but fun yeah it it looks like it'll be something worth watching you know get you in the spooky mood for halloween there's not a lot of mcu halloween tie-ins so this will be one nice man yeah that's what i'm kind of glad for like if this if this is successful maybe maybe they should have tried something a little bit different as a special um but like i'm totally on board of having every now and then like Let's just drop like a fun story. Literally has just like a like a live action what if episode, but make it less of hey we just have to kill off another story to do a or kill off another main character just to do this little story. Just literally make it like random stuff that you don't really care about trying to like tie into the main canon of the MCU. Um, just but you want to talk about something cool that like is in the comics, a cool little story, a little like three five issue arc of something. Like I think that'd be cool. It's like a special so i'm curious to see how well this like actually is received by fans and just casual and hardcore fans alike um because maybe it just opens up the door for more of that i assume that the guardians christmas special will do better than werewolf by night Agreed. halloween special but the difference that's... is that one actually is supposed to tie into guardians 3 yeah to set up like the movie and it's established characters and you even with the shows, I find that the, the shows with the established characters and everything tend to flow a lot better, tend to do a lot better than trying to just set up a brand new character for three episodes and then do a story for yeah. three episodes and then you're done, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, where to go next? So, Secret Invasion, right? Yes. So this is back to back. This is literally when you were texting me about like, hey, is anything going on? And I said, no, it sucks. 
And then two minutes later, I go on to Twitter while we're walking around and uh, I see Werewolf by Night, Werewolf by Night poster, Werewolf by Night trailer. And I'm like, oh, Werewolf by Night is out. Um, and then keep refreshing, refreshing, and then Secret Invasion. And I was so happy, so, so happy. Um, this, okay, so to kind of set the stage here, um, good old Nick Fury. Ooh, we finally get to see what's going on with him. And I am so excited. You have no idea, my man. No idea. <laughs> um, so with Secret Invasion, they have Nick Fury as the, like, the main focus. Of course, we know him as ex-director of S.H.I.E.L.D. and yada yada. We've been wondering since uh, Far From Home, what's he doing with the scrolls? Where's, how long has he been gone? What's he actually doing? And what's his, what's, what's his goal here? Um, but did you watch the trailer? I forgot to ask if you I did. have or not. I did. Okay, cool. So I think this is the actual trailer that they showed at San Diego Comic-Con because do you remember when I kind of brought up a little, uh, like description of it? There was this one scene or instance where all of a sudden you see one person and then all of a sudden you see many, many replicas of the same person. Because it happens in yes. this trailer towards the end, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought of you when when that when that went down. Yeah. See, I thought I uh, read that it was actually a bunch of Nick Furies, but it was actually whoever this person seems to be. Which I think this could be the bad scrolls, which could be interesting. Um, super scroll. Super scroll, right? But that's what I love, man. It just gives me so much of a spy thriller vibe like you don't know who to trust like invasion of the body snatchers or some other crazy like paranoia just cold war kind of just terror i i I, this has me so excited so so excited that i cannot wait for it and i always like the kind of more um like shield and like the kind of like agencies i'll just call them of uh marvel canon and stuff so i'm glad to be going back to this of feel well richard said that it felt very winter soldier political thriller and he's very excited exactly which i couldn't agree more it felt very winter soldiery i feel like uh black widow mm-hmm. had a captain america-esque feel to it a winter soldiery kind of thing um mm-hmm. yeah i i think this mo- uh, movie i think the show is going to turn out to be pretty good uh and he also asked if we're gonna get if we're going to get a super scroll intro or not. Super scroll far, intro. As far as I know, Super Scroll is uh like a Fantastic Four villain. And I only say I only say that because his Funko Pop is on the back of the Fantastic Four ones where I have this Galactus. There's a picture of Super Scroll, and I don't know. I, I would assume so. I didn't I like if you're doing a big scroll thing, I would say that Super Scroll would have to uh kind of be there, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, that could be him. Um, that's in that little sequence. And so this is one show that I kind of don't want to dip my toes in spoilers and potential leaks and stuff because like I would hate to have something that's all kind of like saturated in mystery and suspense and thrill to really like get that taken away from me because you know it's not fun if you don't know what's going to happen that's literally the whole premise um 
But the standaway line here, and I think it's said by Fury. I had to double check this, or someone else in the chat can correct me. Um, the line that sticks out is, uh, I'm the last person standing between them and what they really want. And so I think that's said by Fury, yeah. which could potentially make more sense. Yeah, so, I mean, you bring up Super Scrolls and all like that. So maybe we're finally getting the true, like, nature or, like, maybe just a large division of Scrolls who are really actually the bad ones from what we've seen in the comics and really the reason behind Secret Invasion and the event. So that gets me really excited because that's my biggest, like, hesitation going into all this is, like, what really are, like, why are they going to do Secret, how are they going to do Secret Invasion? But they introduce this as scrolls being, like, uh, victims and very much, like, somewhat peaceful people, you know? So I'm really excited. Um, what else were you thinking when you watched that trailer? Anything else stick out to you? Um, they made a big deal out of him shaving his beard. <laughs> yeah, he looks a little bit more. Be honest, up. like he's walking around with his glaucoma eye and his and his full beard. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "But look, now he's got his eye patch on. They shaved. How come whenever a guy shaves in a superhero show, he's?" He's automatically more badass. I think I don't. I don't like that. I don't like. I think Avengers Endgame opened with Cap shaving. Come on, he looked yeah. cool with his beard. I don't, I don't think it's a. I don't see. I don't perceive that as being more badass. I perceive it as more as okay. It's business. It's it's about to get serious. Um, because you know he shaves his beard and it felt like. Did he shave his beard once Tony got back? Or did he shave? They show him shaving. He was shaving when Tony, Tony got back. Like he clearly uh, didn't have a beard at all during that movie, and so they just showed like not him shaving, just the the razor hitting the water or whatever, and then it's zoomed up or whatever, and it was just him completely clean shaved, not a hair in the sink. Right. I mean, being a super soldier, can he really? Can the can a razor actually shave? Are his hairs that strong too that he has to use like, I don't know, some crazy industrial like samurai sword sharp blade to actually even like make a dent in that? I don't know. To to be fair, if I had Chris Evans' jawline, I wouldn't have a beard either. But I don't. I have uh, Jabba the Hutt's jawline, so I do have a beard. Oh, I Louie. Um, <laughs> so. One last note on Secret Invasion is that it's coming in 2023. No official date yet. Um, or I think they gave us an official date or month or whatever in that uh, preview and timeline. But it does tie into, and this was finally reconfirmed, is it's going to tie directly into Armor Wars. So Armor Wars will be taking place after Secret Invasion, which makes sense uh, why we saw Don Cheadle yeah, in that yeah, trailer. Yeah, he was in yeah. it, huh? Yeah. Oh, what if he's a scroll? War Machine himself. And now you go back to Iron Man 2 and the the court hearing. And then you hear like, yeah, I know it's me. Like, let's move on. <laughs> Is it really him? Has it been Agatha all along? Is Agatha a scroll? Is Wong Kang? Is it Wang? 
See, this is what happens when you speculate too much, and then you're hoping yeah. for more, and then it get disappointed. You're over here um, sounding like uh, Charlie off of uh, Always Sunny with the board. With the, yeah, that should be a T-shirt. We should do that where it's like you and I, or maybe me doing that, and you're just looking at me like what? And then it's like all crazy, like Mephisto this, Mephisto is that. Like, oh, there it is. The, uh, There's our first Mephisto. Mephisto is coming. Hey, in the in the comments, I believe that How's is that? Mr. Marvel, if I'm not incorrect. The ghost, thank you. What's up, buddy? Um, if that <laughs> is Mr. Marvel, sorry I didn't get any Howard the Duck announcements today. We did. There's hope, right? The D stands for duck. Duck, duck, goose. <laughs> uh, but yeah, aside from Armor Wars, um, I'm trying to remember if they actually talked much about it, other than just showing the updated logo and just sharing that it's going to be connected with secret invasion um i believe secret invasion is supposed to be six episodes and so is armor wars so they're still sticking with this whole six episode type of thing hopefully they get it better tuned but i don't know i feel like more than six does make the show better was miss marvel six episodes or was it nine yeah it was i think it was six it was a very fast six episodes it was six because that's what my like criticism is. Is it felt like three arc story in two episodes, two episodes, two episodes, and I just just yeah, uh, a little too much jammed into that. Um, okay, so this is pretty cool, which I kind of forgot about to be honest. Was Loki season two? They brought on the cast all on stage and everything. Um, they did announce that, and I apologize if I butcher his name pronunciation. Uh. Ki Hoi Kwan, I believe he's pretty well known from This Is Us, if you watch that show. Um, he's going to be cast in season two of Loki, so he's going to be in there. I used to. Which I am pretty stoked about. I used to watch that show. I don't know who you you're know, talking about, though. I know it's pretty sad. Um, oh. I want to oh. double check before I move That on. is wrong. Is he actually from This Is Us, or did I read? Um. Oh, that's why. Okay, I totally misread. It's everything everywhere all at once. Ah, I don't know why I, my brain thought I this did not is us see that once. Yeah, that's why. Because I was like, I don't. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy to be in this. And also, my point was going to oh. be, if he's from This Is Us, how is he going to be a character in this Marvel show where they literally in the previous episode were watching This Is Us? Um, spoilers for She Hulk episode four. Was she watching This mm-hmm. Is Us? Yeah, I think at the end, uh, in the post credit scene, I think they're actually watching This Is Us. I figured it was The Sopranos again. That's what I thought, but then someone was like, no, he's watching that. Um, all full circle. But yeah, he's from Indiana Jones. Oh my God, he's from Temple Doom. He's the Mr. Jones, uh, which was actually talked about earlier in the same panel. Hope you race. That's pretty cool. That's literally what he says <laughs> yeah, know, in the movie. Oh my God. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Have you seen Temple of Doom? Oh my that's, god! That's not a, Indiana Jones. That's not a Marvel movie. I wish. I only Indiana watch Jones Marvel movies. Can't you tell? You probably like Indiana Jones. Like, if you love adventure, I mean, this is like. I do love Shia LaBeouf. Maybe. Okay, not that Indiana Jones, which I don't have a problem with. But that's another episode topic for another day. I don't. I don't hate Harrison Ford. I just don't watch his movies, as you can. We're going to do a Harrison Ford marathon, which just conveniently coincides with all of Star Wars. Exactly. Uh, and <laughs> Indiana Jones. 
and then we'll watch all of um his random movies, which I have not seen. Um, so yeah, Loki season two. They announced him as being part of the show. They did show a little bit of an exclusive teaser at D23. Um, I don't know much it. I mean, I don't really know what else to say other than just, once again, another exclusive teaser, which was seemed to be the entire premise of this panel, which is why I'm a little bit annoyed on that. Um, but from what I have learned is that this it will take on almost immediately from the end of Loki season one. So there's no time jump or anything like that. It's right away hitting the floor and going straight through the action. So that I'm pretty excited for. Um, yeah, absolutely. Halfway point. Um, kind of the halfway point of the panel. Um, so we're going to say, uh, with the Loki stuff, I kept hearing, um, what's the word rumors, I guess they were going to bring in Henry Cavill as Hyperion and, yada 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 and uh yeah i don't mm-hmm. think they did anything with henry cavill today right no nothing with henry cavill and i heard an interesting theory today which i'm kind of buying into as i think about it um someone was suggesting that okay this is a little bit of a crackpot theory but it works into this because the next thing they talked about was fantastic four they officially confirmed uh, that WandaVision director Matt Shackman is going to be helming the new project for Marvel. Um, however, they did it in a weird way where literally, like, uh, Feige just says, well, uh, nothing more to say about Fantastic Four at all, but uh, Matt Shackman's going to be directing it. And then he points, and then Matt Shackman was literally just sitting in the whole, like, panel crowd the whole time, which I think is pretty cool. He was literally there. And then imagine if you're just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, if you're like, Oh, this sucks or that sucks. Blah blah blah. Out of this crap. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that fucking sucks. Um, and then they're like, anyways, that guy's gonna be directing. And then you see someone directly next to you in the chair over, just stand up, wave high, and there's like a spotlight on him. You're like, oh my god. Personally, I'd probably poop my pants because I love Wandavision, and I'm actually really excited for him to be taking over. Um, and if I was like sitting next to him, I'd be like, I have so many questions about Wandavision. And they all have to do with Mephisto. <laughs> I want answers. Mephisto with a Y, but it's not where you think. Yeah. Mephisto. Um, but yeah, so Fantastic Four, you brought up Henry Campbell, right? So the theory that I was hearing earlier today before all this debacle um, is, so let's backtrack. Do you remember how everyone was saying around San Diego, right? Go back in time. Um, they're saying Henry Campbell is apparently going to be here. Like he is at San Diego Comic-Con. We don't know where, but he is actually here. He is present. Everyone's like, oh my God, Warner Brothers. Then people are like, oh no, what if it's Marvel? And so the theory is like, what if there was so much fan hype? And once again, I promise, I apologize for over-speculating, but just reading what I, had, what I heard. What if there's all this talk and like commotion online, people saying, oh my God, Henry Cavill, Superman, Superman, DC, DC. And then Marvel's like, you know what? Too much, too risky. We want it to be a surprise. It's going to be just bad timing. Pull the plug, right? So they were going to wait till D23 to put him on and actually announce him as Dr. Doom. I heard that. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, what do you think about, think about it, right? I don't know, but I kind of like it because like, 
I love the the premise of like there was one version of a Doom comic where he always has the mask on too because he thinks he's so ugly and hideous and hideous. Um, but then the mask comes off and turns out he has the tiniest little blemish of a scar that's like minimal. But he's like a very, very handsome man. But the idea of that like self-loathing and like appearance, I thought that'd be really make like make great sense because let's be honest, he's a very <laughs> fantastic human being. And the fact like if he was Doom and that was kind of like his mindset, oh, it'd be creepy. And he could be a good villain if you saw him in Mission Impossible. Uh, Mr. Marvel said he's going to be Beast. <laughs> That'd be funny. But Henry Cavill is a is a gorgeous human being. I feel like Doctor Doom oh, yeah. has the has one of the most iconic, best looks for a for a Marvel anything. So to put a mask on him would just be uh, would be uh, like a crime. Mm-hmm. And if they don't put the mask on him, I'd say that's even a, a bigger crime. So I don't, the mask, yeah. I, yeah, so I don't know I don't know about him as Dr. Doom. But I I think he's I don't know how old he is, but I think he's young enough to where that would make me a little bit happy. Like I don't want a bunch of geezers playing the the Fantastic 4 and also Dr. Doom because I want them to be around mm-hmm. for a while. Uh Richard also hates Henry Cavill as Dr. Doom. So uh, Cavill was born in 1983, so he's only 11 years older than you and I. Yeah, that's old. We're pretty old, man. <laughs> so. Yeah, I will, you know, rest assured, probably not going to happen because two things. A, not a single piece of news other than just confirming Matt F- Shackman is now directing Fantastic Four. Um, so no cast. No read, no sue, no thing, nothing. Um, that was almost what people were saying. Hundred percent going to happen. We're going to get director and show us who the team is. No. Um, mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, whatever. But I think this is more so. I was bothered by the like the fact they're not really showing a lot of stuff. It's all exclusive this, exclusive that, and then they're like, anyways, guess what? Fantastic Four. <gasps> no. And Feige said. More on that at next D23. So a whole nother year until we're probably going to hear anything remotely concrete about this, which is kind of why I'm like, really? Um, but the reason why, and I kind of like, you know, in Feige we trust, right? And this is a prime example. Uh, I don't know if he said it or if it was like mentioned during like a post-conference interview, whatever. Um, he said he really wanted the director of would be taking over the project to have a big say and input on who's actually being cast as the four, which makes sense because he's going to be the one or taking over and just like actually directing these people, writing the story, being involved, right? And Shackman apparently just got the job confirmed officially like a few weeks ago. So, I mean, that checks out. You're not going to literally get onto this entire brand new, really big deal of the MCU and then within like a week and a half have an entire confirmed cast that you pick, chose, and everything. And then announce it a week and a half later. That's, I mean, that's, that's wild. Um, so it kind of, it makes sense. But to me, I'm still like, what the hell have you guys been doing for the last, like, what, since 2019 is when they announced Fantastic Four officially? Hmm. So that's, I'm kind of like, why is it? I don't know. Yeah. Richard says, give me a Peaky Blinder 10,000% over Henry Cavill for Doom. So Killian Murphy who gets cast all the time in the fan castings is Dr. Doom. Yeah. Who is my personal favorite for Dr. Doom, but 
That's because I'm a big Peaky Blinders fan. There you go. All connected. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what's connected is now the Netflix Marvel shows, right? And so they brought on Daredevil Born Again. They showed the updated logo for it. We got the the D and the actual D classic logo, which looks sick. Um, I love when but, we get the D. Heck yeah, the double D. <laughs> um, you feel born again, right? And so they brought on Charlie Cox to talk about the show. They brought on red mood lighting and really set the scene and everything in the environment. Um, I love when we get the D in the Cox. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, oh man, man, oh man, oh man. Sorry. Go uh, ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I skipped this actually. Uh, to backtrack, they showed footage for Echo and they confirmed that it finished like production, and everything. So filming at least. Um, but they showed part of the show. Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. We all knew he was showing back for it. Um, it did show. Now, I don't really count this as a spoiler because let's be real. If you remember the final episode of Hawkeye, she goes to kill Wilson Fisk. There's a bang, but they cut away. We don't hear, like, I don't know. If you don't actually see the death, it didn't happen, right? And it's clearly evident because they showed Kingpin, and he's alive. He's got an eye patch, apparently. Oh, that's not good. It's only room for one eye patch in the MCU. Right now, that's kind of that'd be kind of fun. Um, imagine eye patch to eye patch, like I do wear that on your eye. I have the better eye patch when I was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I just Alyssa and I finally just finished Daredevil this uh, like a night ago. Must I say, it felt so great to finish the show and then find out that they brought him out on stage both Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox talk about it, everything. It got me so excited, man. I just, I'm converted, Louie. You told me in the beginning of the podcast, gotta watch Daredevil. Gotta watch. Gotta do it. You're right, man. Daredevil was incredible. And it was such a good time. It was so hard to say goodbye to that uh, series. So I'm glad it's coming back. Yeah, I still haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Star Wars, but give me some time. Hey, you know what? It took me a year to watch three seasons of a show. So, <laughs> no rush. Um, plus, you got seven seasons of S.H.I.E.L.D. and a lot of movies and shows of Star Wars. So, lesser of evils. I had a bit of a handicap here. Um, anything else on this? Pretty much kind of it. Um, yeah. So, I'm excited for Echo. But, just kind of curious. So, I feel like Echo is the one that's kind of gone down... And then it comes up and goes down in terms of like general interest. How do you feel about Echo? Are you excited for it or where do you kind of uh, weigh in on that? I really liked Echo's character in Hawkeye. I do mm-hmm. want to watch the show, but that show is getting run into the ground by Kingpin and Daredevil. That's what I was like afraid of. Spotlight. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of with uh, Daredevil being in the She Hulk trailer was that nobody's <laughs> going to give you know, a rat's ass about She-Hulk and they just wanted Daredevil. Which we, mm-hmm. you know, as of recording, we still haven't seen Daredevil yet in that show. But seems like he's going to be more prominent in the Echo show 
maybe echo leads into born again or whatever but i'm just i'm nervous that that they're not making the echo show echo forward or mm-hmm. that they're going to make it echo forward and everybody on in tiktok and what social social media is just gonna shit on it because it's not daredevil and Mm -hmm. that i don't want that either like watch this show enjoy this show don't this isn't daredevil not yet we'll get daredevil in six years or whatever the hell it is so right yeah i agree i mean we haven't actually had him on the show just yet so i I think it kind of stands a question like what kind of cameo is daredevil gonna have in she hulk um but for echo it does make a lot more sense given the whole like direct relation to fisk so i think that like it's better fitted for that story um but it still remains to be seen what's gonna happen in she hulk so um either way the fact that they're showing they're they're include they're choosing to include and not even a surprise but they're choosing to include so much that daredevil and Wilson Fisk, they're in Hawkeye. They're in, well, we know Daredevil. I don't know about Fisk at all. Um, for She-Hulk, and then going to be an Echo, and then they get uh, 18 episodes, right, for Daredevil? Or is it 12? 18? Yeah, I think it was 18. Right. So the fact, like, they're, they're really going hard into, like, really focusing in on Daredevil. So that's why I kind of wonder, like, is just because they really want you to know that this, like, hey, those shows, you should go watch them. They're important. Or are they really trying to set up more on the ground level um, to do potential stuff with Spider-Man or I don't know who else, um, Young Avengers even. I don't know. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen over the next year regarding Daredevil and other potentially the other Netflix characters. Mr. Marvel wants to know if his cameo in She-Hulk is going to be, is going to carry over to Echo. I could see it like almost like, the way he leaves, kind of like Hulk, right? You know, he's going off just a car, so now we know where he's going to be going next time we see him. Same thing here. Maybe it's like, hey, we did our little adventure today. We beat evil. Now I'm going to go beat evil over there. Um, so I could see that. At least set up why, you know. But what do you think? I uh, I responded, probably, as Devin always says, it's all connected. Working on a sound effect for that. I got to see if uh, I can find Kevin Feige saying that, because if so, it's all connected. It's all connected. It's all connected. Give me a button you're never going to be tired of hearing. It's going to be like the Um, elevator closed doors button. Run into the ground. Doors or closing. Thought of the CTA right away. Uh, Okay, so back to it. Daredevil. Um, Before we kind of stop talking about this, incredible hero and show and project and everything um they brought it back charlie cox said he's so excited to start working again um double the amount of time uh they did show a clip of charlie cox's return as daredevil um in she hulk so i guess i got to see that um yeah so they confirmed that it's going to be begin filming in 2023 early 2023 so was that slated for end of 2023 or was that early 2024 that boring was supposed to come out i thought it was 2024 but i could be completely wrong i'm kind of curious because i don't want to wait 
almost two years just to watch that show, you know? Um, then again, it's 18 episodes, so and that's got a lot of work to do. Um, and like we've seen before, a lot of stuff does change around in the timeline and release date. Um, but yeah, supposed to come out in 2024. Darn. Um, you know what? If they continue on with the greatness of Daredevil from that show and everything, uh, I'm sure it'll be well worth the wait. So continuing on here, uh, we got to see more about Captain America New World Order, including a new logo, which, um, Louis, have you seen the new official logo for the movie? So just to describe it, it literally looks kind of like the same thing, except they added more like a red flare on the sides. So I think it looks more like his actual wings, the Falcon wings and stuff. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Um, with New World Order, they did announce and kind of reveal who the big bad is supposed to be for that movie. Have, uh, have I accidentally spoiled that for you, or have you seen who it is? Uh, you told me, and I've seen it. Bringing back the leader. Confirmed. What's his face? From The Incredible Hulk. He's actually going to be in it, which to me, super exciting. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson is his name. Um, so this is 14 years later after like Incredible Hulk got released and he got teased as the leader and everything. Um, clearly, they're bringing back more of like Hulk-centric things. And I got into speculation mode because now that they announced this, previous phase four uh like shows and movies are starting to make more sense you know what i mean um or do you know where i'm going with this yeah go ahead uh i just wanted to preface before i go on a crazy rant or theory so we saw the whole issue with like the power broker and the super soldier serum and the falcon and Winter soldier well who's making it right um, who is the power broker actually working for with? And why is there such an obsession with the serum again? Um, and then in the recent episode three of She-Hulk, the Wrecking Crew tried to steal uh, Jen Walter's blood, but they couldn't because she was in the She-Hulk form. So the boss is going to be happy. Well, all this really stems from the Super Soldier Serum, of course. So has he been the mastermind, the leader behind all this crazy evil and debauchery since who knows long like did he potentially be the actual big bad for earth like the actual ground stuff because i mean that's a falcon winter soldier connection that's a she-hole connection now he's going back to the captain america movie and he's confirmed and like revealed so i don't know that's that's what kind of got my mind thinking it kind of makes me a little bit more excited because now i feel like there's more actual like depth to the fact on the Winter Soldier, especially. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Louis? Yeah. Um, I never even thought about that, but that makes a lot of sense. I did think about the leader being the guy in She-Hulk. Mm -hmm. But connecting that to Captain America, I never would have. But what you said right? did, did make a lot of sense. Um, I just... Kind of thought they were going to leave that door closed. Tim, Tim, Tim Blake, uh, is that his Tim, name? Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, him. I just kind of thought they were just going to 
never visit that again. That was always like if you ever watched top ten things Marvel forgot about. Number one was always the leader. So, I mean, it's cool that they're bringing it back, but I don't know. It it was like that little novel thing. Like Marvel kind of threw away the Incredible Hulk movie. They only brought back Thaddeus, Theodore, Thunderbolt Ross, and the Hulk, and everybody else, and eat a bag of dicks. Then they brought back (laughs) Abomination. Now they're bringing back the leader. Next thing you know, Mm. Betty Ross is going to be over there going, oh, sun's getting real low, big fella. Oh, God. Middle of Sakaar or whatever. So, I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's awesome. The more, the merrier. I think it's awesome they're bringing them back, but I thought it was cool that they had this little, uh, this little thing where, like, yeah, we've made mistakes. Look at that. Look at the Hulk movie. Half of that shit we just said, uh, we just swept under the rug. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it is cool that they're trying to like find a way to like close up those loose connections. Um, you know, just one of them being too like they ended Daredevil season three with showing that uh spoilers, I apologize. Um Bullseye, basically getting the actual bullseye and they're working on his back and stuff. So I'm like, ooh, but you know, all those Netflix shows pretty much had a, a nail in the coffin. So I kind of wonder if he could potentially show up in the future. Um, I thought he was a pretty good villain. Bullseye? Yeah. Oh, you gotta bring him back for Daredevil Born Again. You gotta. Be cool, man. No, I kind of wonder too. So like when I was watching how accurate and like deadly he is, is he just literally Hawkeye, except the difference is Hawkeye, good, and then this is what Hawkeye would be is if he was ruthless, evil-ish, and just no self-control. Or is there, like, a significant difference between, like, their skill set, you know? Because literally it's, like, 100% accuracy and just unhuman-like targeting and, you know what I mean? I, I think Hawkeye is more bow and arrow based we have a uh we have a good buddy in uh in the comments here that'll let me know but hawkeye is you know he's perfect aim and everything but i think he's more just more arrow based guy where mm-hmm. where bullseye he just never misses like he'll hit like for me whenever i think of bullseye i think of colin farrell with the bullseye on his forehead. Yeah. Throw in little pins or whatever the hell it was at the old lady in, at the airport or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Did you ever see the Daredevil yeah. movie with uh, Ben Affleck? And he's just like, it's just, just stupid. But that's what, what I think of. Yeah. So I, I guess they don't, they both don't miss, but bullseye to me is more of a, danger with anything where Hawkeye is more arrow based and then a coin once mm. or whatever the hell, they, what did he use to kill uh Kingpin? Not kill him, but she flung a, I think it was a coin, right? Yeah. She, uh, she did the, the coin trick because it was like, he did the same thing, but he didn't do it with a coin. He did it with, uh, did he do it with his, uh, cufflink? 
Maybe. Or was it a coin? I don't remember. But she basically did the whole thing. Oh, no. I, no I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I thought Wilson Fisk was able to do the coin thing. It was Hawkeye who taught her the trick. It was Hawkeye who taught Hawkeye. Take out the big guy. I need to go rewatch that show, but it's not Christmas yet. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, before we move on to the last two kind of big announcements, which weird order of presentation I'll get to in a second. Um, they did mention that Joaquin Phoenix is going to be, or not Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Joaquin Torres is going to be back. And so is Isaiah Bradley, which I am so freaking oh. I thought you were about to drop a bombshell. I was like, Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, my bad. Joker. <laughs> um, Isaiah Bradley is dope as fuck. I will take him mm-hmm. any day of the week. Literally was just an old man in Falcon and a Winter Soldier, but I just, you know, I'm a big Captain America guy. So yeah. anything Captain America, I'll take. So... That's mm. cool. Joaquin Torres got the wings, so it's going to be cool to see another Falcon type guy. He'll officially be the Falcon, from what it sounds like. Yeah, but Cap, uh, uh, Sam, he's still mm-hmm. basically Falcon, just with a paint job and a shield. Mm-hmm. So they're both going to be flying around, and Scarlet Scarab's going to be out there, Layla Fooley, you know, doing their flying stuff. I think it's going to be cool. So I'm glad that, well, I'm, I'm glad to see they're the coming bird, back. I want to fly away. It's going to be in the background. I don't know where my home is. <laughs> I don't know where my home is. So uh I don't even know the rest. I am um, yeah, no no yeah. fucking clue. No clue. <laughs> but I am I am so stoked for Captain America 4. You know. Yeah. Isaiah Bradley. I really love Falcon and Winter Soldier. So we'll see where that, like, I think it's just going to be a continuation off of that minus Mm -hmm. Bucky, I guess. You know, one thing I want to bring up that you reminded me of. So, like, you love the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And so to me, that show, although it wasn't my, I wasn't, like, super crazy about it, um, but that felt very much like a typical action MCU show with just, like, the, the MCU signature comedy in it, you know, sprinkled in. Yes. Excuse me. So one thing I noticed with a lot of like the ways they're describing the shows and movies coming out. Um, so Secret Invasion, well as Echo. Um, like it feels like they're really going for a more serious tone a little bit more, less on the comedic side, which I kind of feel is refreshing. I, 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 cause like Daredevil and all that, I know, it was brutal. A lot of those shows got pretty brutal. And there was cussing, there was blood, there was crazy stuff. Um, not really the same stuff that we see in the MCU. It's kind of the same tone and everything, just because of the general audience or whatever. Um, but, I mean, if you're going to bring back Daredevil Born Again, right, you can't just water down this character after how incredible we, we saw it. And it works, right? It works. Being able to actually, like, smash a dude's car in, or head in a car door to show how brutal and why this Fisk is a threat. Um, and Secret Invasion didn't look like it's going to be campy. It didn't look like it's going to be comedy. Like, that looks like paranoia. I got chills and higher blood pressure just watching it. <laughs> so I, that's why I feel like it's, I feel like it's going to be good that they're trying to do more of that. And the last thing I felt really was like that was Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
where do you kind of weigh in on Louis though? Like, do you like more of the funnier stuff, less action, or do you, or I shouldn't say less action. Um, like at the extreme side of the spectrum is uh, Love and Thunder, and on the opposite side is more like Dark World and uh, the Eternals. Know. Yeah, the Eternals. Where, where do you think? Where do, you, I, where do you think I fall, Devin? Come on. Thor, I guess like Thor, the Dark World, Thor, Ragnarok, uh, Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, Guardians Two. Those are my those are my top movies. Um, mm-hmm. I love the action. I like. I'm pretty pretty fucking dumb. So if I oh, if I don't have to, it is if I don't have to pay too much attention to figure out the fucking Mephisto or whatever the fuck, I'm happy. Like I just want to watch this shit and be like, this is. This is awesome, right? That mm-hmm. guy, fucking Cap, fought George St. Pierre. Yes, that's what I like. Thor is spinning around and Surtur is talking to him and he just keeps going backwards. And like, that's mm-hmm. what I like. So these other shows, yes, they're getting more, they're trying to do different stuff. And I feel like a damn like a damn fool is just being left behind. And I'm just like, uh, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like Richard really loves these shows that have been coming out. She Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, or some of his favorites. And I'm just like, I just feel like nothing's happening. And and that's not my, I mean, I, mean, I don't want to say that's not my fault. That is my fault because it's just not constant. Go, go, go joke here. Go, go, go joke there. I feel like yeah. there's nothing going on where they're actually building up a story like for like for example she hulk i'm just like when is anything going to happen in this show and there's mm-hmm. clearly stuff happening you know but it's it's just feels slower like they're trying to build like where's a through line they're trying to build into something and i'm like she's a hulk but she's just a lawyer and this like what are we doing here and then miss marvel was was uh Oh man, Miss Marvel was it was just so hard for me to watch. I was just like, this like, what are we doing here? Like, first three episodes were her and her friends at school, and then the next two episodes were her in in Pakistan, I believe. And then they were back mm. at the school, and then I was just like, This is all over the place. And I yeah. I just I I I don't know. And then Moon Knight, I thought Moon Knight was gonna be just like white Batman. And he wasn't, and it, I was kind of disappointed by that. Like when we did Moon Knight, I just complained a lot about uh, Stephen. I was just like, this, they should have called this show Stephen Grant, the Stephen Grant show. But right, obviously, they need to do other things to keep people around and interested. It's, and it's, I still watch them. I still love them. I still can talk to people about them. But that's just my uh, my thing. I guess. So uh, long, I think, I th- long story short, I'm excited for more Isaiah Bradley. Nice. It's <laughs> all connected. You know, I think a lot of what you said, though, rings true for, you know, I can relate to a lot of what you said and also a lot of other people probably can too. Um, and I think that's why I'm glad we're finally at the end of phase four because as new things are coming out, it's kind of like, okay, you know, that chapter's closed. Let's look at this new phase as a fresh start kind of moving forward. We went through a lot of stuff post end game. Um, 
let's move away from like the trauma side of it a little bit more, right? Like how do you recover from the blip, which I feel like should have been a little bit different actually. Um, so I'm hopeful once 2023 brings in. Um, the only thing I'm not looking forward to is just how long we get away for some of the stuff we're even talking about. Like 2024 and the MCU all that, for you, man. I don't know. It, it's great. It's great to be excited to look forward to stuff, but it's just like, man, just when you get, that's also the problem. When you get so much all the time with new show and then two weeks later, another new show. And then after that, a movie. And then there's a show in the middle of it. Like you get used to it. Like, okay, okay. And then you're like, oh man. Um, I mean, so it kind of, I don't know. It's still steady. We just got to wait a long time for other stuff. That's it's uh just the way it is. I feel like they announced Moon Knight, She Hulk, and Miss Marvel fucking five years ago. And now we're just yeah. getting into She Hulk, you know, there were four episodes in, five episodes in, mm-hmm. whatever. So it's it's just how it how it how it, is. it is. I think D twenty three last year was like the teasers for Moon Knight, She Hulk, and and uh Miss Marvel, right? Yeah, like the artworks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think they showed think like right. a little a little itty bitty teaser for each one of them. So mm-hmm. we're just we're just getting into it. Trucking through. But let's uh let's let's finish up this uh this panel, shall we? Yeah, so this is the biggest thing right here. Uh the biggest surprise too, I'd say, is we got Thunderbolts. Now, I thought maybe if they were gonna talk about it, maybe to show like, I don't know. I wasn't expecting a full-on, here are your Thunderbolts. That's what got me the biggest surprise. Um, they did it in a pretty cool way. So everyone has probably seen right now, circling all over the place, that kind of like concept art that actually shows a whole team and lineup. Well, they had a blank version of it. And then they were actually, annou- as they were announcing each character, you'd see like the character on the left and then this character on the right. And then the person would walk out on the stage. It was really cool. Um, so show you guys what actually uh or who is actually in the thunderbolts they brought out good old uh contessa as val that's a valentina allegra de fontaine yes um then we got ghost called it ghost is a thunderbolt wasn't expecting that shit to come true but ghost is there um then we got taskmaster which okay um don't really care uh, then they did bring out your boy, David Harbour, as Red Guardian. Have you seen that guy on TikTok? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that was you, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then on the other side, too, your other boy, which we knew, of course, duh, Wyatt Russell, coming back is John Walker. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then... We see uh, as a surprise, a very, very big surprise. Sebastian Stan, Bucky is going to be a Thunderbolt. That was a surprise to you. I, I kind of expected Did that. you expect it? I not expected. I thought Zemo was going to be in there. And so I didn't understand how they were yeah. going to do Bucky and Zemo, considering they weren't big fans of each other. I still think there's a conflict, uh, conflict of interest with uh US agent and Bucky, but I did kind of expect Bucky to be there as long as Zima wasn't. If that makes sense. Yeah, you can't have only like one without the other sort of thing. Um 
can't be in the same room. Yeah, you know, it makes sense. And I've seen a lot of people say, like, how are you going to make a Thunderbolts roster without Zemo? Imagine that. But given what you just said, like, can you imagine the guy who absolutely hates Super Soldiers with a team of three of them? Yeah, not going to work out. So I think the end of Thunderbolts may actually show Zemo joining. Or I think they're still going to add more to the team, but they just don't want to announce it yet. Like, absolutely going to add more to the team. Who do you think they're going to add? Um, they need a big. It's either going to be Red mm-hmm. Hulk or it's going to be Abomination or something like that. I feel like, I think I told you this. If not you, it was Richard. They need to add somebody, but they don't want to spoil what's going on at She-Hulk right now. Exactly. So I feel like by the end of She-Hulk, it's not going to be Thaddeus Ross, but somebody to be Red Hulk. Betty Ross is girl Red Hulk. I don't know. But they're going to have like that giant dude. Like when you think of the Thunderbolts, as, as we all do, which isn't true because this is a very new concept to us, but it's always been like this group of guys and then just a huge dude in the background, either Hulk or abomination or somebody. And I I don't like the idea of red Hulk and abomination. It's gotta be one or the other. Mm -hmm. Good point. And I totally forgot the leader that's leader. um, They put in the center of the artwork, Yelena, which we, you know, kind of figured. So, very heavy Black Widow-centric team. Red Guardian, Yelena, and Taskmaster. Red Guardian, I had no... I had no... That was not on my radar. That was nowhere. And you texted me that they announced the, the lineup. And so then I just Googled it. And, you know, obviously the first person I see, new suit, big hair fucking red guardian and i was just i was so happy because i just i just love them so much and i know a lot of people hate the black widow movie i know a lot of people despise john walker the u.s agent but for me i'd never in a million years thought we were going to see those two guys team up Mm -hmm. and it seems like they're going to and i'm just it's just like two ripoffs of Captain America. And I hope that they like have some banter because it's going to be everything that I want. It's going to be yeah. so great. Oh, excuse me. It's going to be so great. I just, I just cannot. I, I want to say I cannot wait, but it's going to be a long time and I have to wait. But like the Red Guardian, I just thought was going to be done for. I thought one off mm-hmm. you know i i really was pu- pushing for a uh for a red guardian disney plus show like get something that shows what was going on in the 80s or whatever with the super soldier stuff let me see some isaiah bradley some red guardian whatever but mm-hmm. this is this is a good second or whatever the people i've seen on tiktok are not happy about the lineup you know they think it's kind of boring or 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 they yeah. like everybody hates taskmaster hopefully this movie can fix taskmaster fix her fix mm-hmm. her character i should say um right 
Ghost, I think I was talking to Richard. I, I don't think it was you. Ghost isn't a bad character, but she's not super memorable. You never like, and that's yep. You're never going through your top ten villains, being like, "Well, there's Ghost, and then there's you know, is you never like Thanos, and then Killmonger, and then Ghost." Ghost is very in the middle. When you're thinking of your top ten worst, you know you got Ivan Ivan Vanko, um, uh, Drakov, fucking Malkith, but you never like Ghost is the worst. She's not the worst. She's not the best. She's very forgettable. Is what mm-hmm. I was what I said. So I hope this movie just brings in these characters that were around that like have potential. Everyone's so mm-hmm. upset about Taskmaster, and I feel like they can do some good shit with Taskmaster. But they just, I, th- I feel like they're going to keep her so incredibly serious and not talking and blah, blah, blah. But we'll see. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm like buying into the theory that uh, if you were to scratch people off this, right? Like, for example. I, there's no way they're going to kill off Florence Pugh, Elena. She instantly became a fan favorite, and she's still has so much potential. She's going to live. Um, I'm kind of like taking this as a Suicide Squad approach, right? Like, look at how the whole team. Oh, my God, they're all fucking dead. Um, yeah, but that team was 25 people. This is only, what, seven, six people? Right, but I think of like, you know, they need they need muscle, right? This team doesn't look complete. It doesn't look like a full-on like variety i guess um i could totally see ghost this is her last mcu appearance um not because she's disappearing i think she i think she gets crossed off the board in the movie opening up a spot on the roster and then i think that could even be potentially said about uh i don't want to say it but what if they kill off bucky finally in this movie yeah, I I don't I don't see that happening, man. I don't see there being a big killing spree or anything. I don't think anybody's gonna. I don't think I'm not. I'm not saying the, a killing spree, no, but I, I know, think I, 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 I don't I think this mean. whole team's gonna survive. Yeah. Every Marvel movie that comes out now feels like somebody has to die, and I don't like mm-hmm. that. I don't think that somebody needs to die in every. Just saying, what if? <laughs> right. Like when Spider Man was coming out, you're like, well, you know, someone's gonna die in Spider Man course someone did um or what was the what was the last one i don't even remember but it feels like every movie you're like well who do you think is gonna die in this and it's like no they're all gonna live it's, mm-hmm. it's a comic book damn it they, they live good triumphs evil everybody's okay but that's not uh um, yeah i uh I get what you're saying, though. So, well, that's why I just feel like it's possible that sh- if someone's gonna die, I think Ghost is the most likely, or Taskmaster, maybe. Yeah. Um. As far as killing Bucky off, like, I'm I'm on record saying that Bucky is on the same level to me as War Machine, where he's just like cap sidekick, but. Mm-hmm. Bucky is one of Richard's favorite characters, and he's a lot of people's like yeah mcu crush or whatever a lot of stands for stan yeah i 
don't I don't think they're going to kill him. I think that he brings in too much. And if he's done, then he's done. But as long as he's willing to keep being, you know, the, the winter sold Bucky Barnes, I think he's going to, uh, I will fight you. Richard said, I will fight you to the death. I lose Bucky. But he meant to say, I love Bucky. Um, I don't think they're going to kill Bucky. I don't think they're going to kill. I don't know. Like they're clearly not going to kill Elena. Ah, is it possible that Alexi dies? Absolutely. But I'd be kind of bummed. Yeah, I I would be super bummed. I don't think they're going to kill um, my homeboy John Walker either, because he's Mm -hmm. fucking incredible, and people hate him so much. He's just a heat magnet. I feel like any any time that he's on, there's a guy in the UFC right now. His name's Colby Covington. Everybody fucking hates him every time he fights everybody watches because they want him to fucking lose and he wins every time <laughs> and everybody Damn. fucking hates him so much and he, they just keep buying the shit because this is the fucking time he's gonna get his ass kicked and he never does even when he loses it's very close so mm-hmm. i feel like he's kind of got that same kind of people want to watch him to see him not succeed where for me i think he was doing his best i love him but that's neither here nor there mm-hmm. i am like for this movie i was i was excited you know i was at like a seven but now seeing that cast of characters you know put me at like a eight and a half a nine maybe like that this movie yeah. is going to be pretty cool and um I do want to say Richard said he doesn't see this being an Avengers level constant team that lasts a bunch of films. Um, I would, I would like them to stay together, but you know, I don't, I don't really under, like I need to understand what they're doing before, before they decide to be a team or not. Like the suicide squad, for example, you're going to keep coming back to that because it's the best comparison. The Suicide Squad, for example, is just a bunch of people trying or a bunch of bad guys trying to get time taken off their sentences and they take who they need for whatever and put them against a bigger threat. So, like, obviously, I mean, you keep your Harley Quinn and your your big money makers, Harley Quinn being your Yelena or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But the new one, they had like all new guys. Captain Boomerang died immediately. Spoilers. Uh but even the second Suicide Squad movie had Harley Quinn, Rick Flag, and then all new people. So it's possible, but I like I'm more attached to these people than I was anybody in the Suicide Squad. So let's Yeah, and Squad like is made of villains, these guys are anti-heroes. Like, I agree. Yeah. So that's why I wonder like, okay, what can I want to know what convinces Bucky to join? That's the real question. What is the threat here that they're going to be posed against that they have to team up? Because um, we already know he got cleared of all his like wrongdoings and everything too. So yeah, it's I'm excited for this. Um, not really much else to add to that other than just it's going to be a good time. Um, so I know we're pretty much close to the end here. So the only thing I want to just end on is just the fact that they brought on the three Marvels themselves, Raptor Thunderbolts, which I feel like they should have just ended on Thunderbolts. Um, they just brought on the cast. They showed a little bit of a sneak peek or whatever to the 
crowd. And biggest thing is they confirmed that Goose the Cat is back. Hell yeah. Yeah. The Flurkin. How dare you call Flurkin. him a cat? Flurkin, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the panel, man. Now, we've covered everything. The things that we did not get out of here, though, that we're hoping, no Deadpool 3, not a single mutant or X-Men mention. Um, like I said, didn't get the cast of Fantastic Four. And um, I feel like there's something else that we've kind of been speculating, hopefully big. Oh, nothing Spider-Man related. But, you know, that's Sony's property, so I, I kind of get it. But I was kind of hoping we get it like, hey, Spider-Man 4 is this year, and hush. Um, yeah. Um, this is a weekend. Also, Brett's a huge uh, symbiote fan, so there was no symbiote talk. Yeah, it kind of coincides with Spider-Man, I guess, too, unfortunately. I was kind of hoping we get a Miles Morales or something. They give a hint, like, the whole D23, if you saw this little, like, kind of artwork they had to kind of promote leading up to the weekend, um, it shows, like, the Disney castle, and it was, like, little, like, uh, Easter eggs and just little artwork. They they do show Spider-Man hanging upside down, and it's totally uh, Andrew Garfield's version of the his suit. It has like that kind of spider with the longer legs and everything. So I was like, whoa, are we going to get something here? But <laughs> there really wasn't like any mention of Spider-Man at all this weekend. Um, I did miss a comment. Richard said that they're going to call Bucky and go, hey, yo, we got some money for you to help your new boo, a.k.a. Falcon's sister, Sarah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, yeah. So, Louie, is there any final thoughts you have on this weekend? Anything you're really hoping for or anything that you're probably most excited for? Um, most excited for would be the Thunderbolts now. Right. That they that they talked about. Obviously, the things I'm most excited for haven't changed. Guardians 3, Ant-Man 3, uh, stuff like that. But from just this, um, I would say the Thunderbolts is going to be fucking great. Daredevil, obviously. That Captain America video game looks fucking cool. There was mm. another video game of a bunch of anti-heroes. Uh, the, oh, the Midnight Suns? The Midnight Suns. That looks like it's going to yeah, be pretty like fucking cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, biggest disappointments for me, you were saying Deadpool and, and X-Men and stuff, but like the shows and stuff, man, like, you were we were we were expecting some punisher stuff or even lower level got like they didn't give anything like there was it seems like there was nothing like mm-hmm. there was that big thing where rosario dawson said like oh you know punisher's coming back and i'd love to be in that show because i was in, in the first two seasons you're like oh, yeah that was big from the uh, mouth back moment. up here motherfucker like so there was no mention of that there like obviously they're not going to give away everything but you know, give us something. Yeah. You know, like, even thinking about it as you were talking about it, like, okay, so Feige said more on Fantastic Four next year, next D23. If they fully fleshed out it and give us everything now, I mean, like, what would they even announce at the next year, right? Other than just a trailer? We, like, I don't know. They got to keep some surprises. So I imagine a lot of Phase 6 is still going to say under wrap for another year and a half to two years um, as we get closer to it. Um and same thing, we know the end game, right? We know that end of phase six is going to be Secret Wars. So it makes sense if like if they announced everything 
before this year is even over, leading all the way up, to fully fleshing out phase six. Well, then leading up until then, like they potentially giving spoilers that they said, okay, phase seven's going to be this, phase seven's going to be that. It's like, hey, we don't even, we're not even like at phase six yet, you know? And we kind of spoil like potentially what happens. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, like it, it does make sense the more we talk about it. It makes me feel a little phase bit more. Phase seven at ease. is X2. We haven't even gone X1 yet. <laughs> Honestly, I think phase seven is when we're going to finally see mutants and X Men. You're not going to see anything with X Men in the title until phase seven, unfortunately. Which sucks, man. I really hope we get, you know, I hope we get your boy for Secret Wars. I'm going to be really annoyed if we don't get Endgame, no mutants, Secret Invasion, no mutants, or excuse me, Secret Wars, no mutants. Like, We're getting them, Devin. We're getting Wolverine. <laughs> oh, man. I'm watching the I, Twitch you know, stream, and that's terrifying. I don't know why I did that. I was wondering. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so uh, a lot to look forward to. A lot to be excited for. Uh, pretty much wrap up She-Hulk, World by Night, and then before I know it, it's going to be kind of forever. And Christmas phase four special. is done. <laughs> yeah. All right, Louie, I think it's time for us to roll out of here, which turned into a almost two-hour episode of recap and everything. But there was a lot to discuss. So Whoopsies. Well. Thanks to everyone who watched this live yeah, tonight. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, uh, Brett. Thank you, Brian, for being in the, uh, in the discussion here on the side. I had a good time. I always have a good time doing live shows so you guys can hang out with us, even with your not being here. So make sure you join for future ones by subscribing to our Twitch channel, which is earth894 underscore podcast, where you can go in this episode's show notes and find a link to take you directly there. Um, also, if you always want to talk, regardless of if we're recording an episode or anything, our Discord is the perfect place to do that. So go ahead. Uh, link to join that anytime is on our website and in the show notes. Go to earth894podcast.com. Go to our socials, earth894. Just look us up. You'll find it. Um, just message us if you want a personal invitation if you can't find it for any reason but yeah show up there we're talking about She-Hulk right now in a spoiler thread so post watch got to talk um, do our little theories and we're looking to do more kind of like hangouts and little uh, cool stuff there as we continue on and also go to our website that has our merch store in it I'm actually wearing right now Thor Love and Thunder inspired design that has the Loki crown and all the tattoos on the back. I'm not going to do a whole crazy thing, but the back looks awesome. I love it. Um, shout out to Emily Sweetar who does all of our stuff. And we finally got some merch made. Mm-hmm. Well, Alrighty. All right. Thank you again, and uh, we'll see you guys uh, later. It's all connected.